What's up, you guys? Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> and in this corner, <laughs> you know, like that. I fucking love that, bro. We should keep. <laughs> Fill out you with me Cause I'm infinity <laughs> Yo in a baby fucking face What's up you guys? Jalen Gasper with E2 the podcast here and usually I come up here start regurgitating some dumb shit but today we have a very special guest with us. She has been here before. She is the lovely. I'll let her introduce herself. It's Jade. What do you do? I be acting. I be acting. I be acting. And Jade, I really wanted to do this and really wanted to get with you for this podcast because I really feel like you know, we've kind of like slipped away from the foundation of why the podcast was made, which was really to, you know, talk about heavy cultural issues. Um, I feel like it's been really politically centered uh, as of recently, which is fine. But, um, you know, um, I feel like, you know, our original audience wants to hear good cultural content about good cultural issues, good cultural conversation. So is there anything that, you know, when you wake up at that and see uh that's kind of like caught your eye as far as like social issues or cultural issues or cultural schisms or whatever the fuck <laughs> um <clears throat> my daily irritants are the things that catch my eye and what caught my eye for the past few days is this lady that went up to her son's school and beat him like Hadouken! a <laughs> Beat him like he stole something. <laughs> she WrestleMania his ass. <laughs> she choose your fighter hit ass. She um she definitely Royal Rumbled that name <laughs> from out of his cafeteria in front of his teacher. I'm promising that his teacher is not going to call any more parents <laughs> for the rest of the school year. She will call the cops before she calls another parent. I'm more than sure that it's just not gonna happen. But but you know with you know our culture we have this uh default traditionalism our default conservatism I we we like to talk about and um they're gonna say things like oh well you know when I was young it happened to us and so you know and I turned out all right so what do you have to say to that type of you know uh that frame of argument you didn't turn out all right <laughs> oh okay Damn. <laughs> you, didn't. you didn't turn out all right you did it and that's just uh, but that's okay but it what it's What's even better than okay is realizing that things that you go through as a child can impact your psyche as an adult. And in order to realize that, you have to do actual self-evaluation and contribute and attribute the things that happen to you as, you know, the reasons you handle problems the way that you do, the reason that sh- the, the way you argue with people, um, how do you take uh, on disagreements, these type of things. Um, you know, how can you self-advocate? Yeah. You know, these type of things are are things that are stifled when you're constantly beat and verbally abused. And, and you literally tell somebody that they're going to stay in their room until they fucking die. You tell your <laughs> son that you're going to break his face 
in front of his teacher and the camera crew you brought with you. Like, so you don't feel like uh, that 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 uh, form of humiliation that one might feel like being spanked in front of his, uh, you know, you know, fellow students. You don't feel like that's like, you know, kind of productive to that student's growth or, uh, you know, as a as an individual like mm-hmm. that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, I absolutely agree. Um, and like, I feel like that's a real good route to go down on. I mean, just talking about how like spanking is really ineffective or any, any type of like, you know, physical punishment is really ineffective. And like, there's like really empirical evidence that we can use to back that up. But before we go into that, I would like to say, uh, even if you believe in spanking, like this lady, uh, uh, when she came up to the school and, you know, you know, called her son out of her name, out of his name and started whooping him. Like, I feel like that was too far, mm-hmm. even if you believe in spanking. Cause it's like me as a kid, I'll even open up that, you know, I was born in that, I guess the latter part of that generation. And like when I was younger, you know, my dad did come to the school and with me. But, like, the thing is, is, like, it wasn't in front of people. It yeah. wasn't in front of a class. It was, you know, in the principal's office or in the coach's room. And so it wasn't, like, you know, this big public humiliation. So even if you believe in, like, discipline, public, like disciplinary action, like, it being public like this is, like, a definite mm-hmm. no-no. Yeah, it's just, it, it is. And it, it breaks boundaries of trust that you and your child have. Um even if we're going to go on the entertaining the route of, like you said, spanking children, uh, the whole, um, and this is not, this is a recent thing. She's not the first parent to have done this in the, in these few last few years. Parents have gotten, you know, from their homes to, you know, their bedrooms, they have recorded themselves disciplining, disciplining their children. They've recorded themselves going off on their children, saying awful things to their children on camera and then uploading it to some mass amount of people and expecting everybody to just be like yeah that's how you do it that's what you that's what you do you know people literally have the nerve enough to tell me that i'm i don't have kids so i don't have the right to comment on nothing like this but she put it on social media where there's people with kids Uh. without kids with grandkids well you know it's just everybody's on so she's left it's for everybody to and, and side note, real real quick side note, and I'll let you finish your point. Um, so please like remember. Uh, but like, um, that that form of argument, or that line of argument, is just so fucking stupid. When people tell you, "Well, you're not this, so you can't really talk about it." Like, well, we like you don't have to necessarily be like a singer to know if someone can sing or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing. Uh, you don't have to be a professional football player to know if a professional athlete is good or not. You know, we we it's easy to critique things that we're not uh, exactly emeritus of. So like, mm-hmm. for people to say that like. Uh, you're you're not a parent, so you can't talk about this issue. Like, not really. Like, I mean, that's a fallacy. The best way because you don't have bias, Party, on, so, bias on a lot Yeah, of exactly, exactly. It's a third party, yeah. so it's just like it was. It's so it's a, such a fallacy, warped away. But just going into when you were talking about public embarrassment, yeah. like just period spanking is just ineffective. Uh, but just when you add that public stigma yeah. to it, it's just like I feel like that's even more traumatizing. Mm-hmm. And um, we didn't even bring that up last time. But, yeah, that's super traumatizing. Yeah, to that child, the trust that that child is not going to be able to instill in you to ever 
have their best intent at heart if it's not filmed or told to somebody. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just you're a, you just lowering, making it harder. Because as you grow, if as you raise kids, it's always hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're trying to get into this little brain what you already have in yours. So why add difficulties by you know publicly humili- humiliating him by beating him and te- calling him names and telling him things like I'm gonna break your face and stuff like that why would you make parenting even harder by pushing him away instead of pulling him in and helping him understand that instead of the misbehavior that you're doing in school let's talk about the effects of peer pressure and how far that peer pressure will lead you and how emotions can trigger certain behaviors out of yourself that if you feel left out in a classroom of everybody else that's doing one bad thing the feeling of being left out is going to trigger you to want to be a part of misbehavior because you're left out of everything else and it's in all that is just coming from being left out you're not a bad kid you're not raising a bad kid but your bad child your good child doesn't want to be left out of what's going on eight out in in the the schoolhouse eight hours of their day but that takes effort in realizing that this has to be a bigger problem that just takes effort but what i like what you did like you know like putting any type of cognitive science to it is like really foreign to a lot of parents Mm -hmm. um like when even when you just talk about how ineffective spanking is uh in saudi arabia they did away with the law um that 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 uh uh, kind of banned uh public disciplinary uh actions or public spanking School spanking, that'll be a better word. And when, when that happened, they seen a, a major decrease in bullying and uh, physical violence in, you know, teenagers and their uh, students. So, you know, cognitively, what happens when, you know, your kid is being spanked all the time, it reinforces this thing to where, like, every re- retaliation is physical. Yeah. And that's the only way I could, like, get my point across is with, like, with using my hands instead of using my words. And... and, and- and it it'll and it, even if it's not just resulting in this child using their hand, they'll always they'll it'll instill some some need to be either violent or abusive Recif- in some way exactly. and in some nature to like get like I gotta hurt that person in yeah. order to like in yeah in order to get what I want out of them mm-hmm. I have to show them better than I could tell them type attitude that you get from whipping people I'm gonna give you something to cry about yeah you know what I'm saying instead of just under, trying to understand what's making them sad in the first place, what's making them upset in the first place. It's just, oh, I'm gonna give you something to make you sad. Like, yeah, what? It's, it's like, and, and <laughs> people don't need to understand that that default traditionalism that we go to is so individualistic and it's so ice cold. It's so ice cold. It's very, it's a very cold ideology. It's like if we were like to like uh, literally apply it to anything else, like we'll say no. Like, say for instance, like. If uh we we seen our politicians like uh we we were mad uh uh like say for instance with, with Donald Trump like what if like the Democrats just started like shooting at the Republicans or some shit yeah that's a bad idea like yeah. and people are like oh well that's a drastic comparison like no it's not it's, it's not. a principle comparison so when you when you understand that like no like you know violence is literally like the last answer that yeah. we 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 try to resort to. But, I mean, I just feel like, again, it's this default traditionalism that leads, you know, specifically black people because, you know, not to make it a whole history lesson, but yes, you know, the European uh, evangelist kind of like, you know, brainwashed the uh, black man, you know, 
going all the way to slavery. But I'm not going to make this a history lesson. I'm going to just say that led us to have this default traditionalism in almost everything we do concerning parent parenting. And talking about traditionalists and uh, traditionalist parent parenting and debunked science, <laughs> what do you think about uh, Tip Harris or T.I. Clifford. <laughs> Clifford. <laughs> what do you think about uh, his new, uh, what what he's kind of in under the water for? If you want to explain what's going on, you can. Um, well, basically, for those who don't know <clears throat> and uh, don't concern themselves with everything T.I.P., um, <laughs> he is recently coming um, into heat for opening up on his podcast, about um I think it was uh Nazi Mondi's podcast. Oh, a, a, a podcast. That was uh Miguel's girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, her podcast, yeah. Huh. So <laughs> cuz that just added a whole different dynamic to it. But yeah, um, it did. <laughs> so he came on to the podcast, whoever podcast, <laughs> and said that he him and his daughter yearly checkups to the gynecologist and he requests that the gynecologist checks his daughter's hymen to make sure that her virginity is still intact to make sure that she's not having vaginal sex because that's oh then and okay like and that and 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 so should we go to where like why it's wrong for like let's say for why it's wrong first can you kind of explain to the audience why this is just a debunked pseudoscience in itself and like Carry your hymen from riding a bike. Can can, what can can you explain to the audience what's a hymen though? Like a lot of people, um, that, they have sex but they don't understand. Like your hymen <laughs> is almost like the back door to your vagina. Okay. And every every vagina does not have a hymen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people can be born without hymen. Well, yes, okay. born without hymen, and they're sensitive. You can tear your hymen from riding a bike. Riding a horse, um, anything, literally anything. It's doing a split. Doing a, doing a split, not on the dick, but doing <laughs> a split. Just doing a simple split. You know, dancers could have gone years of dancing toward a hymen and not even know it, just from stretching different yeah. aspects of their body movements. And so that the the checking of the hymen thing is just like. Yeah, the debunk the pseudoscience. So it's like now we see that like it, it basically, you know, from what you just said, that it, it's it's not even a good indicator to see if a girl is a virgin or not. But considering all the factors to why she could have a broken hymen from birth. <laughs> and so like when we get into like, you know, why is it like bad? You know, why is it bad? Of course, you know, I come from the, the, the if I if I would just say my positive argument out of this is kind of like. I come from like this sense to where like I feel like it's very patriarchal and mm-hmm. conservative and I feel like it's it's an invasion of privacy on all manners because mm-hmm. you know he it's not like he he sniffed his son's dick to see mm-hmm. if they had sex that night or if he, if he was like you know he because he, he doesn't care about his sons yeah and he he said that. he said that before he does not care about his son's time and sex which is by definition sexist patriarchal and conservative mm-hmm. socially conservative so it's just like when you know people come from these regressive regressive points it's just like damn like you know but like like just to ask you know a woman what do you think is like you know besides you know what i just said like what's really wrong 
with this because like a lot of people are talking about it could be like a form of sexual assault if you really look at it mm-hmm. it's a but, but in any if anything it is sexual manipulation mm-hmm. it's, uh, you're being very invasive to her life um and uh why the whole aspect of placing your daughter's virginity over anything is just kind of weird to me I, I, it's, it's, it's not normal. People shouldn't inquire this much yeah. about their child's sex life, especially if they're doing the work in speaking to them about preventative measure, measures, um, their right to their own bodies. You know, certain questions, giving your daughter the right questions to ask in a gynecologist appointment, perfect. It's great. You know, I don't know how the 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 parenting thing is with Ti and his daughter and her mom. So he could have her a greater great greater amount of time than her mom has her. So if you're gonna be the parent that's gonna be the one taking her to these appointments, I do feel like it is okay to say, well, hey, Deja, ask these certain things. You know, how how do your ovaries look? Is there anything that that is bothering them as far as your health is concerned? You know, ask if you do want to get on birth control. Ask them what's the te- the best type of birth control. When's the best time to start? But birth he control? just literally did but, this because of uh, you know uh, to see if he, she was a virgin or not. And like when you actually look at like extensive history, um, I was really wasn't trying to push on this point. Uh, but uh, when when you think about it, you know why? Because why is it sexual assault or why is it deemed you know uh, traumatic for a lot of people? You know. You know, uh, a, a you know a na- a federal well a national uh, gynecologist OBGYN uh, a- agency or you know organization I forget the name of it actually went to the UN and actually you know pleaded but uh, you know and actually started pleading the case to why these type of procedures done by OBGYNs are really outdated not only outdated but traumatic and very painful at times for people you know who are going through these procedures or going through these checks ups and, and and then just disregarding the fact that it's a pseudoscience now it's a part of a rape yeah yeah exactly exactly so it it's very invasive it's very intrusive sometimes harmful and very and and, and, and just at the end of the day unnecessary so it was like if you would just be willing to still put your child through all that just because it secures your old head conservative thought, mm-hmm. it's fucking stupid, bro. It is. It's, it's just like, dude, just take her word for it. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's fucking fine. Yeah, take her word for it. You know, as a parent, you will know when the changes are going on with your your children after they experience certain things like that. And if the, you don't, then guess what? You don't. As long as your child is still healthy, your child is still coming home to you every night. Count your blessings. Really. Really. Count your blessings. There are a lot of a, a lot of young girls that didn't even make it to the age of 18. Yeah, so for you to add this extra thing on her back as if it's just going to mean something in the long run is, is bad. Yeah, and and not to make it so facetious, but uh, it was just so funny because uh, uh, there was like this retweet I seen on Twitter and of of you know the article, and I was like, <laughs> and it was like he gonna be mad when he found out she just giving head for all this. <laughs> and 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 but that's the thing, and I want to steer away from that. I have an anal sex, and she's eighteen, and so, so you know these conversations are had around here her often. I'm not yeah, going to treat her yeah. like she's a seven year old. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the things that, but the, but like, the, but that is true. Yeah. The, this breeds 
sneaky kids. This type of invasion of privacy breeds sneaky children. Yeah, and she actually was seen liking some tweets. That kind of like talked about the situation that yeah. kind of like, you know, casted her dad in a bad light. So it's like, I feel like, you know, she kind of doesn't really, you know. It's just the fact that he opened up about it yeah. as well. Yeah. It was just like, and the fact that you're so open to tell the whole world that your 18 year old is still a virgin. That's kind of like, that was weird to me. But, but you know, we know people like that. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to say who it is, but somebody's grandmother still goes around saying that their daughter is a virgin. And, and it's, it's like, like that's not stuff you share, share with random exactly, people. Exactly, exactly. That's so not, weird. And it's so like, and that's what I'm saying. People would talk about like, you know, radical jihadists, like Muslims mm-hmm. who like, who like, you know, who are radical in their, you know, mm-hmm. ideologies. They'll talk about those people all day, but then turn around and emulate them so quick. Like, dude, like, if you <laughs> thought that your daughter was a walking lick just because she was as pretty as she is, wait until the rest of the world find out that she 18 and still a virgin. You have now casted her amongst a whole new ocean of prey because you're so <laughs> open with her life with yeah. her sex life and like then, did she give you the okay to just be like hey no she didn't give you the okay because you didn't ask you didn't bother to ask because she's your daughter she's your property and what you say goes you didn't even bother to ask her if that would have been something okay to bring up on a podcast that's wild. And the fact that the, and, and that's why I said that opened a brand new door for it because the fact that no woman in that podcast said anything, the fact that they laughed it off was just very uncomfortable to me. And, and I would, yeah, yeah, very uncomfortable. And like, um, at the end of the day, you know, not, and you know, I love Mondi. She's a beautiful woman and she, she's very, you know, she, she has a head on straight and she's really good with social issues. Mm-hmm. So I really like her. But um, I would say, you know, um, it's it, in those situations, it's really hard when you have, like, somebody, a, a respectable figure, like, mm-hmm. really saying some outlandish shit, and it's just that knee-jerk reaction, right? Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, like, you don't know how to, like, really, like, yeah. react to things, and it's just like, uh-huh. Now, if, if this was, like, say, for instance, if this was, like, fucking probably, like, Chris Brown saying this, or Gucci Man saying, not Gucci Man, but, you know, a contra- very controversial figure in, yeah. you know, the culture who is known for being you know very outlandish and wrong at times it would have been easy to punch down so it's just like you know i understand that but i wish you know they could have been you know more but they did take the episode down which was kind of respectful after all the backlash yeah Uh, (laughs) because somebody just thought that it was going to be a great idea to tell the whole world their 18 year old is still a virgin because they checked yeah it's and that's what i'm saying i just ask people to say it out loud say it out loud and it sounds crazy but that's because that's why you got to say it out loud. If you read it on black and black and white, when you continue to read the, oh, well, that's just his daughter. He just trying to make sure that she's safe and she not out here giving her goods out to no, you know, hot-headed boy. It sound good. It look good on paper. It do, but when you read, you say it out loud that this man just told the whole world that his daughter is a virgin because he checks every year. It sounds gross yeah yeah gross conservative and like very i wouldn't even say conservative traditionalist it's fundamentalist at its core and it's very like like damn near like 1800 like uh 1930s like it's like oh that's just so disgusting but um i wanted to talk about another conversation with you uh uh when talking about cultural issues um since we're just talking about you know 
disciplining and making sure that our kids are doing what we want them to do, uh, we need to talk about this thing that's, you know, sweeping the media, you know, uh, it's sweeping the media. Um, it's angering uh, conservatives, black, brown, white conservatives, every, all type of conservatives, all okay, type of traditionalists. <laughs> and it's angering everybody. And it's this gay agenda, man. What's up with this? Why, why are people pushing this? Pushing gay people onto us, you know. What's up with this Billy Porter being, you know, the fairly godmother? Like, talk about that, man. Like, why is like all this gayness being pushed on us? Uh, yeah. Why? Why all this? Where this gay stuff? Gays. <laughs> Hide the gays. Put them in their own sand, their own land. So basically, if you guys don't know, um, there's a new Cinderella movie coming out with another. A- Camilla Cabello and uh, <laughs> with Billy Porter as uh, and Billy Porter is going to be playing Whitney's the fairy godmother. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> Whitney's old uh, spot, which is the fairy godmother, like you said, and like a lot of you know social uh, zealot conservatives feel like mm-hmm. they're being their culture is being ripped away from them essentially, mm-hmm. and you know that. You know, and then there's, you know, uh, black conservative women, there's black conservative women who feel like, you know, they're taking that spot from a black woman who could have played it. And then there's white conservatives was like, why is Cinderella even black? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, I don't I don't even know what the argument is, but I guess if I were to just like put it in its simplest form, people do not want a gay guy playing the fairy godmother. Mm -hmm. What What do you have to say to that? Get over it. <laughs> you know, and that's just the, 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 and I don't, I love Whitney. Y'all know I love Whitney. Yeah. We love Nikki, period. But she was a crackhead. Please make the point. Please make the point. Don't, don't, don't pause after that. <laughs> she, but, but when you're talking about impact, and safe sex. to show Thank children, you. Yes. she yes. was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared to put her up there and just be like, Whitney, do your thing. <laughs> do your thing. I don't care what you had to do before you got here. Just do your thing on this camera. So and for a- people to say that a literal drug addict was more of a representation than, you know, a gay man, that's kind of offensive. It's very offensive. It's, yeah. it's no kind of. <laughs> it is very. And the fact that even as just an artist standpoint, that when you enter any role, whatever role you're entering to, you're doing the role. It, there will not be a gay sex scene in Cinderella. There will not be any of yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I don't think people know that. They I just feel that. like it's, their argument comes from the fact to where, like, okay, if the fairy godmother is a fairy godmother and originally was, you know, just this fairy godmother, why cast a black man? Why not? Ca- why not cast an actual fairy? <laughs> Man, you 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 really logically like dismantled this whole argument because that's so true. Because it's like if we're, if we're talking about like you know uh, representation, like what Stick what into the script. what would adequately represent a fairy? Like really? And not <laughs> a fairy, a fairy that fucked around and became a god. Yeah, like <laughs> like like what what that grant wishes and shit? Like what? What it, happened to the whole aspect of the imagination and? artistry of Disney movies. Okay, what about this argument? Originally, when you think about story-wise, and if we're not misnomering story, 
then that's why they want fairy, the fairy godmother to stay a woman. Because, you know, it's, it's not messing up the story. Mm-hmm. You know, in the story's origin. What? <laughs> and like, like to me, like I feel like what I I normally say to people like that is just like, like a, a story that is an, uh, it, again. I feel like this is why you said what because it's like the story of Miss of, of, of Cinderella has been changed a thousand million okay. times. Okay. <laughs> Hillary Dove lost like a journal or some shit. Like, yeah. Niggas stop losing glass slippers. Since Brandy lost hers. Yeah, so it's like you, you're fact, you're you're worried about the yeah. story being misnomered when it's just this gay guy, you know. That's yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like twenty twenty five version is gonna be called Benderella because <laughs> she's gonna be a blood. She grew up in the hood and she's gonna she's gonna lose her her flag. She's gonna, gonna leave her flag, flag. and so and her her boyfriend's gonna have to run up on her and give her back her flag. And they gonna tie their flags at the end. Yeah. Because it's unity. <laughs> Ooh, I I was I actually just thought of a real cool Romeo and Juliet, Montague Capulet, oh, Crip and Blood type shit when you saying yeah. that. Yeah. So like if they hey son, I trademarked that. I said that first. We have to remix it exactly. Which, you know, no, no. Kaylani and YG like gonna play. Oh. <laughs> gonna play the kid. I just really wish that we started worrying about the real issues here. And the real issue is that we are allowing people to release another Cinderella. And I think <laughs> we have to stick to the real problems here. Yeah, man. This shit. One day, I really want to like do an episode over, over remakes and why they're all fucking trash and why people just need to start making new shit again. Uh, me and Jay kind of have the same feel about remakes, but specifically Cinderella. Um, we feel we're tired of it, gassed out. It's yeah. pretty trash. But uh, just going back to like the Billy Porter argument, this is like my last comment on it. Uh, is that I kind of what what really upsets me though is that people have this opinion like with no logic because we really debunked like most of the arguments, and so like, and then they'll just say like. They'll say things like, well, I don't want my my kid watching this and seeing the representation of it. And then when you call them homophobic, you know, for it, then it's like, oh, well, no, I'm not homophobic. I, I just don't want my kids to see it. I'm like, okay, so what if your kid, what if, what if you walked in on your kid watching it? It was like, I would, you know, be mad at my son. So I was like, oh, so essentially that's homophobia. Yeah. And it's like, it's like people, it's like the same thing that racist, you know, people do. On the um right, it's like you know when they're called out for their racism. Is racism is like no, I just believe you know black people have you know uh you know all black people have lower IQs and I just feel like you know you know uh, white people are better and you know they they commit less crime. But I'm not racist, like you know what I'm saying. And so like I feel like homo- homophobes do that exact same thing. They're like I I I'm, I will absolutely loathe at the fact of my child being ever gay or watching any gay media or representation. But I'm not homophobic. And that's the thing. It's either you you, you cop the plea or you go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot you cannot get the street credit of being a jailbird. And cop a plea at the same time. It's either you gonna you gonna have this stance and stand in it, or you gotta re relook at your stance. Yeah, like heavily. <laughs> you know, and this whole aspect of 
homophobia is the fear of gay people like an actual like ill fear they can't come around me fear is like come on kindergarten you know what people are saying um think think a little deeper you know exactly what people are saying i know that you can be in the same room with a gay person but could you could you stay in the same room with a gay person could you hold could a conversation you, with them yeah could you promise that anything that comes out of your mouth would not offend that person even if you're not talking to them if you're having a, another random conversation could you could you say that you have made yourself aware enough taught yourself enough to not say that say faggot can you say that you that you've done that no Using gay in a derogatory term, you can't say you've done it. She's a part of the community. Yeah, I, I please, I just, so, <laughs> so like, do not like tag me on some like shit. Like, even if you're saying it in a contextual way, it's still bad to say that word. She's a part of the community, so yeah. she could say that word. I, because I would, t- I would totally been doxed for that. Shit. <laughs> so you could good. go back and. <laughs> so I'm good on that. But yeah, you're, you're you're absolutely right. And it's also I feel like it's just people ducking from those terms, those terms that they know have very bad connotations, but they just don't want to alter their ideology so they don't want those so they're not necessarily those terms anymore so i mean but uh man i mean this has been a really good episode uh we are only 30 minutes in this this is really good time for me because normally i go like you know how long (laughs) but uh uh if if i was gonna leave you out on a note and uh just uh for you guys and for jade as well but jay what do you think about um i still think this is a little cultural um because we're we're just gonna keep it at face value and not really go politically deep but um what do you think about kamala harris and uh because a lot of people say her campaign is soon to come to and she stripped um all of her staffing in new hampshire and let me rephrase the question why when 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 you look at the polls of real clear politics, there's three people who are holding like you know the bulk of the black vote, and 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 the and the main two people are Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Joe Biden being the first, uh, Bernie Sanders coming in a close second with uh uh you know uh holding, and most of his demographic comes from young black young black college students mm-hmm. or you know young black educated students. Um, you then you have Elizabeth Warren, but. You know, Kamala Harris doesn't really get that breakup, nor does Cory Booker. So, you know, if specifically Kamala Harris, you're going to comment on Cory Booker if you want to. Uh, I feel like Cory Booker doesn't. Yeah, he makes everybody comfortable. That's why I feel like, you know, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker never had a chance. Kamala Harris, there was just that. But you remember that point where Kamala Harris was like a real threat to like Bernie bros, you know, when she was polling like 11% and shit. So what is, what do you think Kamala's problem with black people was? Like, what, why, like how come she didn't get the black vote? Prison. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> She a cop. She a cop. Yay. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That was so awful. Um, I think that, and and here's why I did see something that I have to agree with, is that you can dislike Kamala Harris and her platform and pick her, you know, her platform apart, you know, critically. Um, But we don't get to decide what her black looks like. Yeah. We don't. We don't get to pick apart at her, you know, at, at, at just her blackness. But I think what it is, is that you cannot 
go out of your way to try to seem like this person you're not once you need once your campaign starts kicking off and it was very apparent that a lot of things that she did was just to get that 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 black push you know what i'm saying barack obama you know started playing basketball and he had all of us no but <laughs> he was a gregarious charismatic person, person yeah. kamala is awkward to me awkward very she awkward. cannot like command a room to and, me and, and since we're obama is a great comparison um yeah obama was just like very very much more outgoing and sociable than kamala is but i feel like you know we kind of under like when obama was running it was like okay what you running on health care you know we want to make sure you know uh people have health care you know but like when it comes to like people like kamala it's just like what exactly are you fighting for? Like, what do you believe in? Like, it's like with Kamala, it's like, I feel like she was this top contender, you know, to like everybody in mainstream media because she's just, she just brings like this like caricature of like a, a NCIS character. So she's like a very good leader or like, what would it be? Like a 911 character. Like she'll do good on Ryan Murphy's 911. Like so good. Like mm-hmm. she's a great Athena, right? Yeah. And so like, she seems like this good cop leader type archetype but like when you get into her character like you don't know necessarily like what she stands for or what she stands on you know what i'm saying uh and i feel like that goes all the way back to just to her record how she you know flip-flop on weed Mm -hmm. marijuana and how she you know kind of you know did a lot against like the trans community as you know ag of california but uh you know i i feel like those are like some of the main things like you said she's just awkward you know nobody really knows kamala yeah. you know we always see is this shill the shill of kamala yeah you know like what i'm saying she thinks will work for yeah everybody, exactly you know, because she never wants to be too black because she knows that she wants white voters <laughs> and she never wants to be too white because she knows she has black voters and it's not about the and that's not going and it's going back to what i said i'm not picking apart her blackness and who she is as a black woman. But I'm picking I'm I'm picking apart at the way they put her together for us. Yeah, yeah. And the way that she wanted the way her facade was moving. Oh, and yeah, this character character I don't know. Caricature. <laughs> that that how she carries herself and it's just kinda of, it was kinda of just always offset and that's kinda of how I feel about Cory Booker. It's the same yeah. thing, you know, this whole you always in the cool light and don't even know the flavor. <laughs> you know, that whole thing kind of was just like, bruh. Like, niggas are not dumb. <laughs> like, I know. Oh my God. I remember that. Like, yeah, like, stay on Twitter. Stay on Twitter. Get yourself. He needs probably three or four more years in the social realm. And then maybe then he could run for like a librarian or something. Yeah, if we're talking, I really hate Cory Booker's politics. But like, if we're talking about like culturally, like he's on it. Yeah. Like um, he he isn't he like New Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, a senator from New Jersey, and like you know, as you know, you know, just an organizer from there, he has done a lot, you know. And ever since then, he has done a lot for the city, and you know, just you know, his district that he's over, but. Um, he he's also introduced really good plans for the LGBTQ community. Yeah, he's been community. awesome. Like Cory Booker, I remember when I was in eleventh grade, and I saw like a um a day with Cory Booker type thing. I don't know. That's not what it was called, but it was kind of just. Oh, you talking about that series he used to have? That yeah. like that little yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. And, I remember. That's when he I was moving was, that car and shit. When yeah. I was introduced to Cory Booker, yeah. and he would say in that series that one day he's gonna run for president. 
You know what I'm saying? That he, you know, he's that has been a thing for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just culturally he has to stay with us. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like if he would just drop, were to just drop out right now and then stay with us culturally. You know, worked a little bit more on his politics. Uh, he he would be a nice guy. He would yeah, be a nice guy, a but guy. just not his run. Um, but I feel like Kamala will never, mm-hmm. ever be president ever. <laughs> um, I feel like you know the fact that she continues to go at this pace is just ego. Um, she has no foot in this election, but um, I guess I just really want to get a an, a cultural opinion of why like Kamala is not like really succeeding in the race. Um, with at least black people, and like I guess is really the same for all black people, is that she's this awkward, um, figure with that likes an ideological backbone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, um, but uh, is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we signed off? I don't know. Um, just do your part as people. <laughs> Learn. Don't be afraid of learning. Uh, when you stop learning, you stop growing. Oh, shit, yeah. And, um, yeah. Don't expect to get your day full of knowledge out of the social media. You know, be, um, spend less time on social media. You know, spend more time with the people around you. Um, don't get so lost into the virtual world that you forget that, you know, you can actually speak to somebody that's walking Right directly to you. So, um, yeah, that's all I got, sir. Man, this was so awesome. Thank you for coming on, Jay. This no was, I, I, again, I'm going to really start doing these little twinsy things with us uh, to talk about cultural issues. Because, again, uh, it, it, a lot of, just with the election that's going on, I really did just think, you know, since 2020 is going to be such a big election, you know, we've been really focused on heavy uh, politics. But um, remember, if you want to be on the show, if you want to talk, if you want to discuss, if you want to debate, because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, I'm always down for a good old debate, a good more good old argument. Uh, just follow us at E to the Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's E to the Podcast at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for any questions or suggestions about any topic ideas that you might have. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us. And, like, <laughs> and even if you have different views from us, man, follow us. We're gonna have some real good debates coming up real soon. Real good projects uh, from uh, people at uh, Shades of Blue. Um, yeah. Shout out to Trisha and Demarcus. We have some. You know, we're, we're working, we're trying to plan some really big stuff that's coming up, man. Uh, uh, you know, uh, that's why you've been seeing us break a lot. But, you know, we we really plan on a lot. So, you know, hopefully you'll, if you're listening, you'll be a part of it. So, uh, again, thank you so much. And, um, again, if you want to have, stay up to date on every single episode, favorite this podcast on Anchor. Favorite this podcast on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to, listen to it at, and follow us on our social media platforms at E to the Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're really bold, just follow us, like stalk us, so we know you like us. No, do not do that. Um, um, we believe in our Second Amendment, and we will kill you. <laughs> um, <God>. So, <laughs> have a good day. Peace out. <laughs>